Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Hey math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Which fraction is larger, four-sevenths or five-ninths? Is the fraction three-thirteenths less than or greater than the fraction eleven-forty-fifths? For fractions like one-fourth, one-third, and one-half that you can easily visualize, answering questions like this is relatively easy. But with fractions like four-sevenths, five-ninths, three-thirteenths, and eleven-forty-fifths, the answer isn't exactly obvious. The good news is that although those answers might not be obvious, they're not too hard to figure out. So, how do you do it? What's the best way to compare fractions so that you can line them up in ascending or descending order? Stay tuned, because that's exactly the topic we'll be talking about today. Why is it easy to compare fractions like one-fourth and one-half, but hard to compare fractions like four-sevenths and five-ninths? For one thing, you have an intuitive understanding of what fractions like one-fourth and one-half look like relative to each other. Whether you like to picture pizzas, pies, or something else, you know that one-half takes up twice as much area as one-fourth. But that intuitive understanding of relative size just doesn't exist when you're thinking about fractions like four-sevenths and five-ninths. Why? Well, for one thing, we don't deal with fractions like four-sevenths and five-ninths very often. So although we might be able to quickly figure out that they both represent numbers that are a little bigger than one-half, we don't have a good feeling for exactly how much bigger. I'm not sure if this is how the brain actually works, but it seems like we have the ability to rewrite simple and familiar fractions in terms of a common denominator so that we can easily compare them. And it seems like we do all of this pretty much automatically without really thinking about it. For example, it seems as if the brain intuitively rewrites the fractions one-fourth and one-half in terms of their common denominator four and quickly recognizes that one-half is equivalent to two-fourths and therefore twice as large as one-fourth. Whether or not this process really is semi-automatic for common fractions, when it comes to less familiar fractions like four-sevenths and five-ninths, this process is definitely not automatic, which means we have to do a bit of work. And that brings us to our first method for comparing fractions, writing them in terms of a common denominator. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Once two or more fractions are rewritten in terms of a common denominator, all you have to do to compare them is look at their numerators. For example, we can compare four-sevenths and five-ninths by writing them in terms of their common denominator 63. In this case, 63 happens to be their lowest common denominator, but this method will work for any choice of common denominator. 
we can rewrite four-sevenths in terms of the denominator 63 by multiplying its top and bottom by 9 to get 36 63rds. Similarly, we can write 5 ninths in terms of the denominator 63 by multiplying its top and bottom by 7 to get 35 63rds. So the fraction 4 sevenths is equivalent to 36 63rds and the fraction 5 ninths is equivalent to 35 63rds. What does that tell us? Well, since we now have an apples-to-apples comparison, we immediately see that the fraction 4 sevenths is greater than 5 ninths. How about the fractions 3 thirteenths and 11 45ths? Which is larger? To find out, let's write them in terms of the common denominator 585. Multiplying the top and bottom of 3 thirteenths by 45, we find that it's equivalent to the fraction 135 585 And multiplying the top and bottom of 11 45ths by 13, we find that it's equivalent to the fraction 143 585 which means that 11 45ths is a bit bigger than 3 thirteenths. In truth, doing all of this rewriting of fractions in terms of a common denominator can be kind of a pain. It's not exactly hard to do, but it takes time, and it's often not the fastest way to compare fractions. Which brings us to the second method for comparing fractions. Instead of rewriting them in terms of a common denominator, the fastest way to compare fractions is to convert them into decimal numbers. After you do that, you can then put the fractions you're comparing in ascending or descending order simply by ordering them in terms of their decimal representations. How do you rewrite a fraction as a decimal number? It couldn't be easier. As we learned way back when we talked about the connection between fractions and division, all you have to do is divide the numerator of the fraction by its denominator, something that is often easiest and quickest to do with the help of a calculator. So the fraction 4 sevenths is equal to 4 divided by 7, or 0.571, and on and on. And the fraction 5 ninths is equal to 5 divided by 9, or 0.5555, and repeating forever. Just as we found earlier using the common denominator method, the fact that the decimal 0.571, and on and on, is larger than 0.555, and so on, tells us that the fraction 4 sevenths is greater than 5 ninths. Believe it or not, that's all there is to comparing fractions. Whether you prefer to rewrite them in terms of a common denominator and compare their numerators or simply convert them into easily comparable decimal numbers, writing fractions in ascending or descending order is a relatively straightforward task. Okay, that's all the math we have time for today. Remember to become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook where you'll find lots of great math tips posted every day. That's at facebook.com slash themathdude. Please follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Jason Marshall. And don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra, which I've been told makes a pretty fantastic holiday gift. Thanks in advance for your support. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Tips to Make Math Easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 